right now we're consuming entertainment that is current. We don't know where that entertainment is taking, taking us. us. Yep. Right? And so we have to think, okay, where is this entertainment taking me? Mm -hmm. Is it taking me to a place where I want to go? If mm -hmm. it's not, turn it off. Welcome back to The Great Conversation. We are so glad that you're here with us talking about the poets of old. Yes. Which is Aeschylus. Yes. Sophocles, Euripides, and Aristophanes. Good I didn't job. even have to look. Hey, I did. Oh, well, you know, when you have this much to read of the poets, it starts, it starts to stick to up in your head. head because there is a lot that we are talking about today. Yeah. Um, and we are, you know, talking about tragedy, yes. but not really talking about tragedy. Yeah, because we're, we're looking at the flip side of things. Right, because we have read these, these works of all of these young people dying. Yeah, yeah, or t taking their lives, jabbing their eyes out. Right, so either being killed yes. for this purpose yep. or taking their own lives. Yeah. In all for the sake of honor. Yep. At least what the people of Athens and the authors of these tragedies would have said that was honorable. Yeah. And in this poetry, we read it, we feel something. And for you and I, what we have felt and what it has led us to talk about is what are we worth? What is it that is worth? What, what is am it? I trying to what say we, here, what people? We, <laughs> what are we willing to live for? Yes. Instead of what are we willing to, to die, die for, for as yes. these heroes of yeah. old? Because most people today do live to, you know, the ripe age of at least 75, 78. Yeah, the average is 78 right yeah, now. Yeah, and we have talked and talked about what are we going to be like when we arrive at that age? Are we going to feel like we have gained yes. and we have shared? Or are we going to feel like, man, I'm old, everything, everybody's left me, I feel so empty. Yep. And that's what we hear so much of the time. Yeah, yeah. But we don't want to be like that. No, we, 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 we recently today thrive at 85. Thrive at 85. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. You know, and it's like this idea of building up to that our ripe old age, building up to that moment when we are older, but along the way, growing, sharing, learning, mm -hmm. developing in our character, which is why we're reading the great books. Yeah. The only reason I'm reading the great <laughs> books, to be honest, yeah. because I'm somebody who struggles to enjoy things like this. I want to learn something. The mm -hmm. only thing, like I've talked about this on the, on the great conversation, I love Star Wars. I read Star Wars for pure enjoyment, mm -hmm. but I still get quotable moments out of Star you Wars. You get quotable moments, Not gonna and lie. it inspires you to do it does. something. It, does. it really does. You talk about it all the time. You're like, can we go watch Star Wars? Because I need some inspiration. I need some inspiration in my today. Life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, at the time, these these playwrights. Yes. Aeschylus. Let's actually talk about Sophocles. Okay. Let's talk about Antigone. Because okay. you, Antigone's a babe. Yeah, you really liked I Antigone. Really liked she her. took care of her father. Yes. Her father died. She, you know, comes back to her, you know, Thebes is, you know, yep. where, which would have been rivals with Athens. So yes. Sophocles is writing about Thebes. She's writing about Antigone and her brother has died. Mm -hmm. He is technically an enemy to a the king, a traitor. And she says, even though he was a traitor, even though he was your enemy to the king, I am still going to give him a burial. And her sister says, oh no, Antigone, save your life. <laughs> yeah. Save your life, Antigone. And the whole concept for her, though, was that, no, it was a greater honor to be killed and alongside of my family and be honorable in the sight of Zeus than it is to honor this king's edict that whoever buries my brother shall mm -hmm. be put to death. Yeah. And so she does end up taking her own life instead of being killed. Well, having him. to starve to death yeah, in a cave, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then her betrothed 
comes to her and even kills himself. And then the king is just, whoa, whoa, I did all of this. Now my son <laughs> now everybody's has Everybody's dead. Yeah. And, Sorry about laughing. And, and, yeah, and there's just this disaster that has unfolded. Yeah. And so a tragedy in that sense, you know, that is inspiring because the whole storyline was more inspiring. But then I want to talk about Ajax, you know, a little bit different. Very different. Um, he has his wife who has, he has taken captive from Troy. He is, you know, he has come to fight against the Trojans. Then he takes his wife. They have a son together. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden his honor is taken from well, him by Agamemnon yeah, and yeah. Menelaus because yes. he didn't get the armor that he wanted. So he feels like, well, and he does all of this like killing of cattle and Etc. And so he feels like his honor is just gone. He's embarrassed. Yes. And so he says he's going to go kill himself. And his wife says, don't kill yourself. Like, I'm going to become a slave. What about your son? And he says, okay, maybe I won't. And then he goes and he buries a sword and then falls on a sword. Now, that's very different tragedy from Antigone, right? Yes. Like, yeah, for sure. I didn't feel like that was, ex- like, inspiring at all. Yeah. I felt like, you're not a hero. You just, like, abandoned your, your family that, yeah. for the sake of honor yeah. maybe yeah and to me it was yeah to me it was like yeah it was almost embarrassment and so that was the question i had when we were talking was okay what is the difference between uh honor and dishonor and who determines which honor is more honorable was it the fact that you didn't get your honor for the thing you wanted to get your honor so then you killed yourself to express that you didn't get your honor and who's the one who decides that that honor was honorable enough to kill yourself for honor right well people of athens did and clearly they thought that was honorable because you know at the time he was a hero he He that was was incredibly honorable honorable. to take your life yeah because you... Because you didn't receive honor. Right. And so you're saying, for the sake of honor, I'm going to take my life. Yes. So we read these and it inspires us and we have all these feelings of, okay, they were willing to take their lives for the sake of honor, but what are we willing to live for for the for sake, the sake of, of honor? Mm. Yes. It's, it's a big question because yes. I don't think we really live that way every day. Do we live life as to be an honorable person? Mm-hmm. Like... To gain honor. Yeah, to gain honor. Right. Yeah. Not and, not gain ego, not gain just like pride, but to gain honor amongst your peers, amongst your business, amongst just the skill set that you desire. As a mother, as a father, do you live life to build honor? That is really what we're we're wanting to talk about right now in this mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, and I think, you know, we just heard recently that we are very old to our fears and we're very young to our faith or our belief Mm. system that every day you know for me for these 28 years i have had fear in me and just that turmoil of like what's driving me is usually fear we all live so much out of fear of okay like will i be without what if i quit my job what if i don't take this job what if this person says this to me or doesn't say that to me, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And so we live out of that fear instead of we are young to these ideas and these beliefs that are actually helping us build a life that we love because yes. that's scary. Fear is survival. Faith is thriving. Yeah. And yeah. so we want to thrive at 85. Yes. We want to live in paradox to this tragedy. Yeah. We want to say, okay, this was entertainment for them at the time. We still have all this entertainment today that we are consuming that is it really doing anything for us? You know, okay, so we're technically reading 
these as entertainment because you know what else is it doing for us okay yeah actually it is doing a lot for us because it's causing us to ask these questions really think deeply because Mm -hmm. this this entertainment we're allowed to we are allowed to we're able to reflect on throughout the the generations that have built the culture we now exist in Mm -hmm. and so it helps us to reflect okay what did these what did this entertainment do what did it foster what did it grow into Mm-hmm. Where right now we're consuming entertainment that is current. We don't know where that entertainment is taking yes. us. Yep. Right? And so we have to think, okay, where is this entertainment taking me? Mm-hmm. Is it taking me to a place where I want to go? Mm-hmm. If it's not, turn it off. Right. There's a lot of popular shows right now. Um, I mean, that, that to me, in my mind, do not take you anywhere profitable. Right, right. You can decide what shows those are. Comment below. If you think a show is not taking us to a good place, tell me what show you think. Yeah, Ben would be very interested. I would be very in interested to think because I don't want to say it. I wanna, I'm curious right. what you guys might, might say. Right. And for you and I, you know, we don't really consume shows. We've we don't. Never been show. People, never been show people. But we are movie people, and that's something that, like, lately, especially with children, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I really want to watch this with my children. Yeah. We should probably turn that off. Yeah. And more than that, it has made me think, okay, I want to pull away from this entertainment and actually, like, okay, what is this doing in my mind? Where is mm-hmm. it actually leading me? Is it yeah. inspiring me to actually go and do something, or yes. is it just purely like wasting my time? And no, then I, I end I'm up- not like totally opposite of like a hedonist like I still love to like enjoy myself and do things that are fun I'm not just gonna like just be like perfect sterile you know I'm not gonna do anything that doesn't lead to something yes enjoyment's great I mean like you said we're reading these books Annabelle isn't that I like to read and consume Star Wars we've talked about that yeah yeah yeah. love it okay so yes this is the gold thread that weaves through our culture today and we do have to understand that so we are reading these poets and we are gaining interest in poetry amen um, because it has woven through our culture today. Yeah. You know, we talked even in these authors, they're being satire and how different podcasts that we're listening to today that people mention that are satirical. Yes. And I even brought up to you, do you even know what the word satire means? I did not. Because we use it like cup. Yeah, we use it like it's so benign. Do you even so know, <laughs> Ben, what you're saying? And in case you don't know, I looked it up. A satire, so what makes a satire play, a satire play, is that the chorus is made up of the satire, these satire, nature-like beings, yeah. and they have a very long tail, they have pointy ears, they might have horse legs, and they have a permanent erection, and they run around raping nymphs, Super mortal women, and they're unsuccessful usually, and so they make, they're being made They make made fun, fun of these characters because right. of their, their unsuccessful they're philandering. They're hideous, yeah, yeah they, yeah. um, what else about them? A, not even a, they make anyway. a sexual innuendos yes. and just inappropriate jokes and etc. That's and so, a satire. Yeah, so that so obviously, all the way back, you know, 400 maybe BC, yeah. and it is woven into our culture today. Absolutely, and, and we're so being entertained by ooh, these things. When you're consuming it, where did it come from? Yeah, where did it come That's from? And we so love important. that. We love yeah. like learning where it came from, yeah. and so we're be, we're a part of this now, like learning. Um, so. Pulling back from that, okay, so maybe we shouldn't be entertained all the time by things that aren't profiting us. It has really helped me, like, strengthen my beliefs. And Mm -hmm. obviously these writers at the time, they were writing these tragedies based off of their belief systems. The audience would have understood the just very underlying ideas that maybe weren't mentioned. And so for us today, strengthening our belief system that is leading us to go and do something that is worth living for. Absolutely. Yeah, and like we, the one of the questions you asked me this week was, okay, Ben, what does it mean for you to 
pursue a life worth living. Yeah, what does it mean? And for me, it is a life that is sharing and fostering knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you foster knowledge by learning, by doing, by by practicing, by acting, as in, let's say you're a doctor, let's say you're a craftsman, let's say you're an artist, a businessman, whatever. You're doing that, you're practicing in it, you're honing your craft, mm-hmm. and then you share that with the world. And that is a cyclical cycle, a positive cycle. Cyclical, yeah. is that bad? No, I like that. I like okay. cyclical cycle. It's a, it's a cycle <laughs> in which you are fostering the betterment of everybody around you. And yes. that is a life worth living. Mm-hmm. I know many people that I... I, tr- I try to push because they are so brilliant. Um, I, know, I know a number of people, one person, like I mentioned la- last week, project manager, incredible. I'm like, okay, share all that knowledge. Share that 25 years of experience mm-hmm. with the world so other people can be better at what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, have, we know somebody who's extremely well-read in literature. He has a great uh, aptitude for studying whiskey and, and understanding culture in, as far as like clothing and accessories. It just He just has so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, share that with others. Mm-hmm. Like it just, for me... The personal conviction is that it is selfish to consume, learn, grow, and keep it to yourself. Hmm. That's and a personal conviction. Brought, yeah, I know, because I bring up to you all the time. I'm like, he is sharing. These people that you're talking about, they are sharing. Every time you have a conversation with them, they're sharing. Yes. Every time they're with their friends or, you know, wherever they're at, he's talking about that. He's sharing that knowledge. You would not have such an appreciation for whiskey Without if him. it wasn't for him. But my thought is we have the tools at our fingertips to maximize the reach of where our sharing for goes. Sure, and for, for sure. me, that's where I'm like, okay, it can go further. You it can, can be influence legacy. and impact more people. It could be legacy mm-hmm. beyond just your circles. And that's my conviction and my mm-hmm. passion, which is why we're doing this. Because yeah. I'm like, we're learning about the great books. We have got to share it because mm-hmm. somebody is going to be uh, want to follow along this journey with us. Right. In, in not a, a scholarly in way. In not a scholarly because way. Because that is not how we're talking about life these books applicable, at all. <laughs> learning, growing, building kind of yeah. way. Yeah. Not a push up your glasses and, you know. Here's my chalkboard. Exactly. Kind Which of is way. all great. We're it's just great. not that. That's just not the purpose of this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, you know, I, ta- I want to kind of talk about how you said that all these people that have this just knowledge and wealth of. Yeah years of reading or learning or whatever I'm trying to say and they want to share it with someone or maybe they don't want to share it with someone and I have just through you even grown in that way of like wanting to share more and what I've just realized so much lately is people in my life that are just such beautiful people to me are the people that have shared with me and poured into me what they know and so it reflects on them and so we have this idea in our culture of like, let me build my American dream of everything that makes me happy and my family happy yeah. and comfortable. Yeah. And then everybody around them, they don't get to partake in that. And so they don't look at that person with just fondness, fondness yeah. or like, wow, you're so beautiful. Honor. Honor yes. <laughs> and so my question is like, are they going to die a tragedy? Obviously, they're Ooh, not going to die. Whoa. Maybe young. Interesting. They're not going to take their life. Yeah. But when they are 85, will they be thriving or will it be a tragedy at that time? Will they have people that that really just you know it wouldn't be the tragedy of you know these poets because these people receive so much honor but a true tragedy of like man i just don't really have anything to say about that person i don't know what they did what they were about what they lived for yeah and i wanted to it wasn't like i just didn't care i just they never opened up to me about it never knew yeah. And we have people like that in our lives that we don't really know who they are. And I, I mean, we talk about this all the time. I'm, I don't say, Annabelle, I don't know what this person, and I'm keeping it private because 
It's a close person to me. It's private. I don't know what this person believes or loves or cares about or wants to get out of their life. I don't know what what pushes them. I don't know what they care about. I don't know the vision that they have for their life. Um, And they might have one or they might not. And that also, like we're saying, is a tragedy. So I have been working on curating a better vision for my life. Mm -hmm. What do I want to be thriving at 85 with? Mm -hmm. You know, what do I want to see Mm -hmm. out of our lives together and with our children at Mm -hmm. that age? Mm -hmm. That's a question that I was, have been convicted on here on the great conversation because I'm talking about all these things with such passion and conviction, but then I reflect on my own life. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have a clear enough path yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you know, obviously that path, we, we can't make it exactly because we don't know what the future holds. No, but we can't see the roadblocks and twists and turns and bumps right. and bruises. But having somewhat of a plan and yes. then start digging, you know, start start making that path. And if you have to go left or right or whatever, yeah. you know, that's fine. And so, you know, back to my question of like, are are you going? Are you young or are you old in your fears? In your mindset, beliefs? yeah. Old. What's, what what we're just clarifying? Old. The old mindset. The getting old. The dying mindset is fear. Mm-hmm. The young thriving mindset is faith, yeah. curiosity, and courage. Right. And so that way, when we do arrive at a ripe old age, we are ripe. We are we are ready to like share even more with yeah. those that are younger because we have so many people in our life that are older. And they just have this idea of nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody's listening. And 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 I am. I'm ready to listen. But, but what are you sharing? What are you sharing? Usually it's complaints. Usually, Usually it's, it's complaints. This yeah. culture sucks. Young people are the, the worst. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Rather than like, hey, here's all the things I learned. And let's thrive together. And hey, can I help you with this? And can we teach you that? And mm-hmm. it's like this bolstering of the whole network rather than the complaining of the younger. Mm-hmm. Bolster. 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 Yeah. And and that is what we want to inspire you with yeah. by reading these poets, reading about tragedy and people taking their lives at such a young age. Yeah. And like I said, we're not in a culture where that is necessarily something that's vogue. I hope. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's been a lot of suicide there in the past is, couple of years. Yeah. It's it is tragic. It is so it tragic. It's very tragic. But for us that have the opportunity to not have to go down that road. Yeah. Instead of just being like, well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm alive. Like, yeah, I'm glad I'm alive. Let's actually say, wow, let's not end our life in a tragedy, but let's live a way that shares with others yeah. and becomes honorable because of how we are sharing with others all of the things that you know, because you have gifts, you have yeah. things that you can share with others. And maybe it's just on a personal level. Yes, like, it doesn't have to be a business. Yeah, but even that, you know, I'm I'm much more of Unless like, to be. just share it with the people that are around you mm-hmm. and invest in their lives. And <clears throat> they want to know. I think that we have this idea and culture where it's like, if you think that everything you know should be shared, you are so egotistical and, and you're just uh, so full of yourself. Yeah. And that's not true. People that are in your life want to know. Yeah. They want to know who you are and what you have to offer. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked a lot about that last week, you know, with the idea of you are a special snowflake. Yes. In a very positive way. In a very positive way. And then don't be so blind, though, as to not listen to other people. Because you can build your knowledge and you, as the culmination between two people, can have stronger ideas, opinions, and outlooks on life. Yeah. After you walk away from that conversation, whether they disagree with you or not. And that's been our conversation here. Yeah, that's the net. That's the, you know, I was listening to a neurologist talk about how 
stimulating the brain is how we exercise the brain. It's yeah. not necessarily repeating things over and over. That strengthens mm. specific neurons yeah. and their connections. But to actually grow the brain and have new connections is by stimulating your brain in new ways every single day. Yes. And conversations okay. are that. And yeah. so she was saying, just have a conversation with somebody every day and that stimulates the brain. So my brain has never had this exact conversation before. Absolutely. And so every time you talk to somebody that has a skill that you don't know about, it's stimulating your brain, it's growing your brain and will strengthen your brain. Yeah. And so that's why we wanna have a conversation. This connection is priceless. This is where we are gonna get to know you, you're gonna get to know us. Absolutely. And so we really wanna know in the comment section below yes. what you think of the, the shows that are the shows yeah that's, that was my question the shows what, what shows do you think are a tragedy that are not building you towards the life that you love to wake up to towards the life that you're willing to live for mm -hmm. i want to know that i'm so curious i hope we get some comments yeah we'll see you guys on the next episode cheers later oh yep gotcha thank you